At Infinity of Baton Rouge and Infinity of Lafayette, there are not only phenomenal brand new cars and SUVs, there's also a great selection of pre-owned cars and trucks, John. Absolutely. We always have a huge selection of cars, trucks, vans, SUVs Mm -hmm. at both locations, Infinity and uh, Baton Rouge and in Lafayette. You know, again, if you find yourself in the pre-owned market and more people are in that market than the new car market, <laughs> That's right. we have all price ranges starting, you know, probably in, in the 5000 range on mm-hmm. up to our certified Infinities. Check with us first. Go right. online. Yeah. Call us. We always have a fresh supply of inventory coming in all the time. Rates are low on, on pre-owned cars. Warranties are high. <laughs> And so it's, it's just a great alternative. If you're in the market, check us out. Infinity of Baton Rouge and Infinity of Lafayette. Welcome to the Clay Young Show. Man, as I said on Facebook and Twitter, we appreciate all of you who listen to the show every week. You make time to download our podcast. It's free, you know, on iTunes and on podcast225.com. Glad to have you back. And this week, as I said, a treat or maybe punishment, depending on your perspective. Richard Condon will be here in just a second. First up, you know, we want to say for all of you, because the 4th of July holiday has passed, Independence Day, and I happened to be in Houston that weekend and saw so much patriotism from people, and I'm sure the same thing was going on here. Never forget, guys, that we live in what I consider the greatest country on the planet. No place is perfect, but no place is better than America. And uh, that was really, really good. So uh, without further ado, and by the way, don't forget, every week you can download the show, share it with your friends, click that subscribe button on iTunes to get us every week, or you can just go to podcast225.com. Our numbers are looking good and always better, and here's hoping I can say the same thing after this show, because joining us again this week, ladies and gentlemen, the drive time captain of Condon Uncensored on Eagle 98.1 in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. The very quiet, the very reserved, the very humble, that's all BS, Richard Condon. See why? You know what? Either you feel sorry for me or the numbers spike on your podcast once you get the Nielsen's. I can neither confirm nor deny that. Or the Arbitrons. How does that work in a podcast? I can How does neither, that work? Well, you know, we could see directly because that's the one thing. It's even better than Nielsen or Arbitron because I could actually see who's hitting the show. And... Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that your show is among the. Now you the just don't want to hurt to. the feelings of other people you had on a mic in your studio, and the numbers didn't add up. I'm not going to go there. I know you <laughs> wouldn't. I will. So how have you been, man? I've been good, man. Everything's good. I mean, uh, fighting through a summer, no big deal. And look, talking about fighting through the summer, if I got to hear another weather person to tell me to wear light-colored clothing and a hydrate and watch all of this stuff, look. Clay, since you and I were kids, we knew it was going to be hot. As you yeah. get older, yeah, okay, yeah. fine. You got to get more shade. You got to get more air conditioning. But for these weather people and all these experts to tell me, uh, hey, watch your water intake. Stay hydrated. You know, no blank Sherlock. Everybody who, who, knows that stuff. Who, who no blank? It, it's a podcast. It's we'll okay. understand that. So, so, all right, so, no shit, Sherlock. So, so, no, when I get up in the morning, I'm watching the uh, morning shows because I'm up at three, right? Well, who's saying so we're I'm like clothing? I'm watching replays of O'Reilly. I'm watching replays, all right? Before Fox and Friends come on at like five o'clock. Is O'Reilly telling you to wear light colored well, no, clothing? What I'm talking about is the local people. You know, Diane Deaton, God bless her. I love the little boo boo. I love the hair sticking up in the back. I love the bangs. She's a sweet woman. You call her a little boo boo? Little boo boo. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I don't care about them informing me and educating me. Hey, by the way, I just didn't move down to work at Dow and got transferred from Anchorage. I know what it is in South Louisiana. It's I understand hot months. I know the humidity. I get it. You don't have to remind me. Oh, by the way, hey, we just got pictures from Pluto. That was money well spent from NASA. Ten Maybe years. we can send that money to local weather people to let me know that, hey, stay hydrated during the summer months. Some people may not know, though, Rich. Okay, I take that back. You ought to know. It's hot. We got like zombies patrolling East Baton Rouge Parish. They don't come on. They passed away in the late 1700s. So so the last time you were here, you talked a lot about a lot of things, as you normally do. You pretty much, you're pretty rough with... Baton Rouge Metro Councilwoman C. Denise Marcel. C. Denise Marcel. Do you yes, want to retract anything you said about no, C. Denise Marcel? No, not only do I not want to retract, Clay, I want to add on. Do you really? Do I get an add on? I know when you play golf, and I hate golf, it's boring, it's overweight guys you with their mulligan? pants put up to their nipples. That's a stereotype. No, it's not a stereotype, it's factual. Just passed by a Breck Park of Santa Maria. But look, 
I want to add on. I want to add on to what I said about C. Denise Marcel. And you know what I want to do here, Clay? Okay. I want to help C. Denise Marcel. Matter of fact, not only do I want to help C. Denise Marcel, I have an automatic. I love Hillamore. I love the BRPD. Yes. I love the sheriff's office. That's right. I love them. And I have an instant, instant fix to the murder rate here in the city of Baton Rouge. Instant fix. Right think, there. Boom. You think, you think so? Right. Oh, there's no think so, Clay. You Everybody know so. thinks. I know. That's the difference between me and these politicians and me and these civic leaders and people doing their little candlelight vigils and holding hands. We are the world. We are the people. Forget you. I don't think you got that right. Look, it doesn't matter. Look, I got it, Clay. I know how to deal with this. Here's what we need to do, okay? Now, murders are up in Baton Rouge. Mostly all the murders are happening in 70805, 70802. Uh And that is Metro Councilwoman C. Denise Marcel, girl, District 7's area. For the most part, right? You got some outlining areas. But anyway, from January 1st of this year through yesterday, there have been 39 murders in Baton Rouge during the same time last year, 36 murders. Well, since Saturday, there have been eight people. I know we're recording this, but since Saturday, there have been eight people shot, six people killed in four separate shootings. There's a number of alarmed tourists and potential new businesses, Clay, maybe Uh not thinking about coming to Baton Rouge. I got a solution. How's that? All right, here's what we do. For the numbers of Baton Rouge and the murder rate and everything, and Mayor Kip Holden, I got the solution. Well, the numbers would look better. We can reduce the percentage of murders that Baton Rouge gets credited for by doing it this way. I've come up with an easy solution to reduce these numbers directly and improve Baton Rouge's national image as far as murder rates. This is going to be bad, y'all. I just, I know it. The 70805 and 70802 area code get together and incorporate, become its own city. That way, the murder numbers, they'll get credit for it, and Baton Rouge will lose them. Oh, man. See, see, Denise Marcel and volunteers need to start getting out there, and see, Denise Marcel can wear a body camera as her and her volunteers get out there and get people to sign a petition. They get on the ballot and incorporate. So if we take out 70805, girl, and 70804, uh, then guess what? The murder numbers in Baton Rouge will go way down. And what would you call this new city? St. Augustine. St. Augustine. St. Augustine. That just popped into your head. See, a lot of people don't realize there are a lot of black saints there yeah, in the Catholic Church. St. Augustine true. is just the only one. If they yeah, can go right. with St. George and they still working on that, can't get that approved. Yeah. I don't know. These guys are dead. Whatever they faking signatures, whatever's going on in St. George. If they got to call it St. George, if it ever makes the ballot, then we got to go with another saint. And we got to go with a black saint. We got to go with St. Augustine. Clay, I remember playing a little Catholic League football back in New Orleans in the 70s when Otis Washington uh-huh. was a coach at St. Augustine. And yes. all the great players that came through St. Augustine. Uh-huh. The Sanji brothers, I could go on and on and on, but yes. we got a lot to cover here on your podcast. Clay so Young I think Show. we need to incorporate the 708. 705, 70802. We reduced the murder numbers that Baton Rouge is getting credit for, and see Denise Marcel and her peeps, they could take credit for. And her peeps. Her peeps. Mm-hmm. So you want to go over to uh, 70805? No, I don't want to go to 70805. I'll no, tell no, you no, no. You don't want to go and share that plan over there at no, one no, no, of the no, no, community no, no, no. centers? I don't, pre- I don't think they'll appreciate my plan. Let me tell you what I'm talking about, too. Wait, <laughs> you, you're going to love this one. You, you picked see, up on that? See, recently, uh, Krispy Kreme turns 78 years of age. Recently, it turned 78 uh, years right. of age, right? So it turned 78 years of age, and uh, what I was asking C. Denise Marcel to do is run over to Krispy Kreme and get me a dozen donuts, pay the regular price, and, of course, the second dozen you got last Friday when they turned 78. Now, podcast uh-huh. work with us here. Okay. So you got the extra dozen for 78 cents. So I wanted C. Denise Marcel to go there, pick up my donuts, drive past Tony's Seafood, give me about three pounds of medium-sized shrimp, then drop it off at my Metro Councilman's office in a good part of town. I could go over there and pick it up, and everybody's and- happy. <laughs> what? Well, it's got less murders. In, in the good part of yeah, town. Yeah, good part of town, right. Wow. Good part of town. In the good part of town. That's right. That's where you live. You want to give your street no, address in no. the good part of town? Okay. There's no way. But I'm you know what? Saying. With the internet today, it's not hard. Not hard to find. You had garbage thrown on your lawn, as we learned a couple podcasts ago. That's all right. I got, I, got, I got white guys with attitudes wearing mirrored sunglasses and towels. You bring it. So what do you think about the issue in South Carolina with the Confederate flag? All right, first off, I know it offends African-Americans, and I get that, man. I have no issue with it. I really don't, Clay. I have no issue with it. The only issue I have is that people jumping on a bandwagon when they knew the Confederate flag stood for what it stood for hundreds of years. Walmart, no, jackasses. Amazon.com, no, jackasses. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Bubba Watson, who's repainting his car. 
Well, he knew what the Confederate flag stood for when sure. he bought it in 2012. Sure. Walmart knew what it stood for in oh, 2012. Yeah. Amazon knew what it stood for in 2012. These are a bunch of freaking hypocrites jumping on a bandwagon. But don't misconstrue my message. I agree how I would be offended as an African-American. Right. And so often people, they kind of hear my rant, they don't understand the message. Mm -hmm. I agree what it stands for. If I was an African-American, I'd be offended by it too. Right. Okay? But what we need to realize is that these these same people who are appeasing to the African-American community by no longer selling online or in retailers yeah. the Confederate flag, those people in the African-American community need to know the only reason they're doing that is to get you back in their stores to buy more. Man, That's well, all it is. It's business. It is business. Walmart is clocking at about a half a trillion dollars a year in gross revenue. They're not hurting for cash. But I didn't even know they sold the flag online. To be honest with you, I mean, how often are you on the Walmart website? Not only do I not go to the Walmart website, I don't go into a Walmart. Yes, we've talked about that on a previous show. Let's not revisit that, please, sir. So uh, let's. Uh, what else is on your mind here? Because I got some things I want to ask you about today as well. Well, Clay, you know, I uh, I was thinking I'm not a big movie guy, right? Really? I'm not. A, no, I don't like going into movies. Didn't I'm not you a tell me you person. watched Steel Magnolias a few times? No, I've never seen Steel Magnolias. Okay, is that with Dolly Parton? I don't know. I have no clue. Steel Magnolias. Do I look like the kind of guy that's going to huddle up with an Afghan and watch Steel Magnolias? I can see you drinking uh, a mimosa and having a, a you know, plate of coffee cake and watching Steel Magnolias. Hey, for all Clay Young fans on the <laughs> podcast, he's bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I am. You I know, am. he's bullshitting you. I'm going to tell you, that's here's, what he's doing here's, here. Here's what I can more he's likely He's playing see. with your effing mind. <laughs> Even though this is a podcast, I can't say the full word. Yeah, you've already, I am not going to say the eight-letter word. You've said it before. Not on the air. Yeah, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. When that happened? Yeah, when you were telling the story about the guy who cut you off leaving the YMCA and you jumped out of the truck to confront him. You told the story and you said it then. I said yes, the word yes, on the air. Yes, you did. Oh, uh, I don't remember that. It's well, I want to thank management, whatever station that was, for allowing me to come back. Whatever to station. That would be Clay Young Enterprises. Right, anyway, Clay, you look. cut me off. No, what I could see you doing is sitting in your drawers with a Budweiser in your hand watching a ball game. Now, you see, you're saying it wrong. Sitting in my drawers. I'm sorry? You kind of like, you say it kind of like, uh, like a, a rainbow flag kind of guy. <laughs> sitting in your drawers. Oh, you got to say, oh, sitting in your drawers. Oh, oh you going to go there like with me? Like a cold Dixie touching your Johnny's. <laughs> you going to go there You got the me? remote control you're working. As a rainbow flag kind of guy? Helping the old lady get the brown guy? swagman bags because she went to the store out the back of the El Camino. As Come a on. rainbow flag kind of guy? Yeah, whatever. Come don't on. you dare. Come on. Don't you dare do this to me. Come on. Don't you dare because I don't want somebody... This podcast with a little pool in this town now. Uh -huh. Baton Rouge is still a small town. People in this town yeah. got a lot of pool. Yeah. I don't want them to call Flynn Fallstar, Gordy Rush, and say, did you hear what your guy said on Clay Young's podcast? It's happened before. Don't want that crap. I know you don't. It's happened Good. before. We've made the news before. And you know what? Uh, I was telling Anna yesterday, and Clay, uh, I, I got, and by the way, Anna's my co-host on Eagle yes, 98.1. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And Clay, I'm not a big movie guy, but you know what? If this is true, I can't wait to kind of like go sleep out before the movie, like at the rave, whatever they call it, yes. Perkins Road or Theater. Mm -hmm. This is a movie, if they would do this movie, and it's conflicting reports. Yes. You know, Comic-Con was last weekend in San Diego. Mm -hmm. All the goofballs, the weirdos, yeah. guys still living in their mama's basement at so the age of 42, that sort of thing. Yeah, well, I didn't know it either until I, I kind of stumbled across the story. Now, you've been watching like Rambo movies for years, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rambo kicking a little ass in Burma. Thailand. Movies go back 30 years. Yeah, Vietnam, saving POWs. John I mean, Rambo. I'm going to tell you something. The, 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 the group of military people that get the least respect, and I think it's an absolute damn shame, is our Vietnam veterans. I agree. There's no question about but, it. But current military veterans aren't exactly getting no, I agree know, parties with that too. thrown from And then we're going to cut back know? our army by how many people? Right. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so they're going to do another Rambo movie, Clay. Okay. They're going to call it Rambo Last Blood. Now, Here's the uh, conflict we have, or the confusion, okay. is that certain people are saying, well, the plot's going to be this, and then certain people in uh, Sylvester Stallone's camp are coming out and saying, well, that's not totally accurate. So Rambo Last Blood, starring Sylvester Stallone, doesn't have a release date yet, Clay, but Rambo was getting ready to open up another red, white, and blue can of whip ass. Rambo was previously kicked behind a Vietnam rescue in Vietnam POWs. He kicked Russians behind in Afghanistan, also kicked a lot of butt in Burma and Thailand. Now, word is that Rambo's last blood, which is going to be his last movie because he's mm -hmm. getting old, makeup and yeah. stuff, can only do so much. I want to ask about that, too, but go ahead. Rambo will face his toughest enemy to date. And Rambo, last blood, Clay, who do you think his competition is going to be? 
Uh, Come on. Think okay. about it now. Let's see. Who do I hate? Who would I love him to? Come on, man. There's only done. one, Clay. Come no, on. You mean like serious, like realistic uh, threat, like ISIS or Al-Qaeda? There you go. Okay. High five, baby. There you go. High five. Now, Fist Clay, bump there, brother. Fist bump. Right there. there Let's you do go. it. All right. Mike can't pick that up. Yep. Now, word is that Rambo last blood. Rambo will face his toughest enemy yet. It's ISIS. Now, Rambo will be heading to Syria. Clay, this could be the best Rambo yet. Really? Yeah, you know, you talk about these movies, how they keep coming back like The Godfather. Yeah. And normally the two and the three and the four is never as good. Yeah. You know, sequels. Mm-hmm. Normally it's never as good. This will be the best Rambo yet. Because, Clay, can you imagine this? Imagine buying a ticket and going to a theater. And mm-hmm. you get to sit there with your buddies, or you and your wife, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. And you can watch Rambo beheading ISIS uh, fighters, wearing orange jumpsuits, kneeling down along the ocean in Tripoli. Watch that. Heads rolling the sand like kids at a Christmas play kicking a ball. Can you imagine that? Isn't Stallone like almost 70? Yeah, but he gets all of that surgery and stuff. And he goes to like uh, foreign countries and gets like sure. uh, lathered up. Whatever they do over there. I don't know. Not approved by, uh, you know, the FDC FDA, or whatever the FDA, hell we go. That would be the FDA. Yeah, I know it's three of your letters. Yeah, Look. So, so couldn't we find like a younger, more virile? No, because he doesn't have Rambo's resume. He never but opened a up a character. can of whip I mean, we have different actors play James Bond. So, I mean, you know what you're saying, Clay? You know what? I just lost a little respect no, no, for you. No, no, no. I love Stallone. Now, come on now. I'm a but Stallone let me tell you guy. Something. What if we have a younger Oliver North? No, Oliver North is kicked a little behind in foreign soul with our troops. But he's a real person. I, no, but it doesn't matter. Rambo could be real, too. That's what I'm saying. But he's not. It's he's like an, General Honoré. That guy should re, she should run for governor. He's a real person. Listen, listen. Here's I'm, another I'm, thing. Listen, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just saying, a 70-year-old Rambo, he'd probably break a hip on the way to go. And- it doesn't matter. He's Rambo. Let, let Johnny Quest still exist. <laughs> Johnny Quest. I mean, let him go, man. Look, I had a G.I. Joe. He's still my hero as a kid. As you grow up, your heroes are always your heroes I, I in a really, movie theater, on TV, I really think in you're, books. You're hurting your argument the more you talk. Now, listen this. to me. Now, look, like, see, you stopped me too close. Look. Okay. Rambo lowering ISIS fighters locked in a cage into the water. Watch their last bubbles float to the top, and then they go to hell, where former ugly serial killing women overwake them instead of seven virgins. What? I'm sorry. One more time. What was? Yeah, I mean, he lowers him in cage. You seen the ISIS and what, video? And what's waiting on him? Yeah, well, I mean, you can watch that last bubbles float to the top, and then they go to hell where former ugly serial killing women will await them instead of seven virgins. <laughs> former ugly serial, serial killing women in prisons. <laughs> I cover with freaking tattoos. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Have yes, you ever I been to I the do. female correction facility I, here? I, I have right not. Right by Hunts? I have not. No. Um, uh, you you don't want to do it. No. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to do it. Really? No. Uh-uh. Well, just out of curiosity. I know curiosity. why they don't do bachelor parties. What? Trust me. Well, what do you see when you go there? Well, just ugly broads covered with tattoos. Nappy <laughs> hair. And they got ugly white broads who look like they started meth labs as a kid. Look. I think okay. we also need to be having Rambo burn like ISIS fighters alive. Can you imagine that? Sylvester Stallone. Hey, I'm all about that. How about this, Clay? Rambo fitting ISIS fighters with explosive cables around their neck, attaching them to one another, and just flipping a switch. And letting them all go. That's right. Okay. How about Rambo putting ISIS fighters in a car and exploding it with a rocket launcher? What about that? This Rambo last blood, Clay, if they make it and he fights ISIS, I am all over it. I'm going to go see it again. And again, and again. No, no question about it. I mean, I'd love to see that. The, the the Rambo character is, you know, it's great. Plus, for a lot of new kids, it'll be a chance to see, you know, th- this character. I'm just not, I don't know about Stallone doing it, though, you know. I'm just, you got to let Stallone go out, man, on his own terms. You got to let him go out on his own terms. Guess, like any great athlete. Don't you see they're doing another Rocky movie? Let him, yeah, he's going to fight Apollo again or something like the no, Apollo I think Legacy. he's, he's training like, Apollo Creed's son. Apollo something Creed's like that. Son, yeah. Anyway, Clay, as far that as if you think too. Jurassic World's opening weekend was huge, yeah. if this turns out to be true. Saw that, by the way. And wait, wait for Rambo Last Blood to open up a can of whip ass against ISIS. No, I'm all about that with you. I'm all about that with you. By the way, you went and saw Jurassic World? I did. Who'd you see it with? I, you know, the kids and the whole thing. Jasmine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was okay. there, too. Yeah. All right, so you enjoyed it? Uh... You want me to just call you tomorrow? <laughs> It was it was interesting. They had a great time, so I had a great time. You See, know that's about that a mind. No, yeah. that's about a mind. Anything for the kids. So uh, let me ask you. Let me throw one at you as we as we do this because you got a lot for me here. So uh, let's start with the Florida State quarterback DeAndre Johnson, who got into a little bit of trouble 
because he was in a bar and he gets into a scuffle with a young woman at the bar. She swings at him. I think she she grazes him or misses him. And he absolutely clocks her with a swinging door, you know, right cross. And he was kicked off the team immediately. He did an interview on Good Morning America with Michael Strahan and said that he he regrets what he did. He wishes he hadn't done it. He wishes he had walked away. His mother said when she heard him, when when he said to her what had happened, she wishes she could have jumped through the phone to wring his neck. What are your thoughts about that? All right, first off, you know, I've been married 30 years, and me and a wife have gotten into a lot of arguments. And, uh, you know, sometimes if I married a man, I would have punched her. But you know what? You got to walk away, man. You, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? No, it's America today. If what I would have married a man, I would have walked away. No, I wouldn't. I would have punched him. Here's the deal, Quay. I've never raised a hand to my wife. I don't I've even never raised follow a hand. what he just said. But go right, ahead. What I said is, if I was gay and married a man and he started some crap, I'd probably pop him. But with a woman, it's different. Okay. With a woman, did I clarify? Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. So, I mean, look. Anytime an athlete raises his hand to a woman and punches a woman, throws a woman to the ground, whatever the case may be, chokes a woman, and that's what is appalling to me, is that Jimbo Fisher has a daughter, Les Miles has a couple of daughters. Mm -hmm. I don't get how these college football coaches, because they're willing to make women. Well, I understand that. But what I'm saying is Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston, he's a guy that got up in the student union and told a woman he wanted to, whatever. I mean, he's a guy that was accused of rape. He was exonerated only because it's a Tallahassee police butchering an investigation. You know, I mean, look, there is never, ever a reason. And nothing sickens me and pisses me off more, Clay, Mm -hmm. when I hear a casual friend or some goofball on the Internet posting in some freaking alias website. You know where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't see the video. She did. Well, you don't know what she told him. Well, you know, it doesn't matter, man. A man should never grab a woman. A man should never throw a woman down. A man should never strike a woman. Oh, I know you're pissed. I understand your adrenaline is rushing. And you're thinking about when you got that trophy playing pop on a football. You got to let it go, man. You got to walk out. Yeah. You can't. And you know what? Let me tell you. Earlier this week, Clay, they released ArrestNation.com. They keep up with athletes being arrested all over the country. ArrestNation.com. I got to check keep, that yeah, out. Check it out. They keep, I just read the local paper or watch the news. Watch SportsCenter on ESPN. You'll get all you need. I do both of those. I just don't watch a lot of SportsCenter. So it's ArrestNation.com. Come on, brother. It's ArrestNation.com, man. So what happens is they keep up with athletes, college athletes arrested all over the country. Yeah. And what good news about LSU is they were ranked 12th in the SEC yeah. for number of arrests going back to 2010. Sure. The problem with LSU is, is that these other teams arrest, and these are the official booking records. Uh-huh. The problem is the other teams arrest, they like the second string this dude, third string this guy. For LSU, it's always like the starting running back, Jeremy Hill. Yeah. It's always like the starting quarterback, Anthony Jennings. That's yeah. why it always makes big news. What's his deal with Jennings, Ed? That, that apparently he was in a group that was trying to steal yeah, back Yeah, whatever. Some stuff Somebody stole stolen. his crap, so he went yeah. back in to steal their crap. Yeah. Now, what kind of leadership is that on a team? I mean, really, you're talking yeah. about a leader. That's not how you represent yourself. Not smart either, man. You could get... Killed going in doing some foolishness like but that. But wait, I'm gonna tell Just you, you know, the, the difference cops. between players today. I'm not saying players in the '60s and '70s playing at colleges never raised a hand to a woman. Yeah. But you know what? Back then, you know, I'm right here. And oh yeah, you had abusive husbands. Sure. You had abusive men back then. Sure. But not to the extent you do now. With the music industry and everything we hear and social well, media, you know men today, let, let me, young men today, let, they don't have a good positive example let, coming let me, from let, home let when they were young let, people. Let me push back a little bit on that because. We know about a lot of what happens today because of cameras. That's what I'm saying. If there weren't cameras in bars, who knows how much that was happening 40, 50 years ago. I mean, there was no way to see it. If someone didn't report it to the paper and it ended no, up printed, then point. you wouldn't know about but it. But, you know what? If I'm a coach, and I yeah. know for a fact, like uh, Trey L., the guy with the long name that, sure. that Nick uh, Les Miles kicked off the team. Yeah. I mean, he's got, a, he's got three daughters, mm-hmm. Les Miles does. As soon as I know, I'm not worried about the police reports. Sure. And I know LSU and all these universities have to go, well, we're waiting. Yeah. we got to dot our I's and cross our T's. We're waiting. Yeah. It doesn't take a coach long to find out if, indeed, his player hit a woman. I don't yeah. need any damn police report. You know, Anthony Jennings, he said, she said, they went into an apartment, went into a room. Yeah, yeah it's a little bit more involved. 
Does that make sense? That does. It was his stuff. Sure. Now he's got his stuff. Now he wants his stuff back. A little bit more involved. Mm-hmm. But when I'm a head football coach, I don't care if you are my Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback mm-hmm. or my Butkus Award potential winner. Yeah. If I'm a head coach, I'm thinking about my daughters I'm going to hug when I get home tonight at 1130 yeah. after breaking down game film. This is true. I'm not worried about your potential to help me win games in the fall. But a lot of people are. They are, Clay. And that's why, you know what, to those guys. A lot of people who make decisions And I'm just saying it comes from the top, and it comes with selling tickets. Yeah. It comes from corporate sponsors. It mm-hmm. comes from the boosters. But as a man, the way I was raised, I don't give a damn if you're going to rush for 2,000 yards or you're going to throw for 3,000 yards. I don't care if you're a 6'4", you follow me, 240-pound sure. linebacker sure, sure. that can run a 4'4", and make 15 solos a game. You're going. Yeah. And it's easy. I know what people are going to say. Well, it's easy for you to sit there and be on Clay Young's podcast. Mm-hmm. You're not the one dealing with boosters. You're not the one dealing with season ticket holders. Yeah. You're not the deal with the people buying corporate suites and adding st- uh, seats to the Because people have their picks and chooses. Because with all due respect, when Mettenberger came here, we knew what had happened before and nobody said anything about that. And it's just, about winning, man. Yeah, it's, it's about, about winning. winning. And that's kind of the culture of college football. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll move on to something else. But what else you got here? You got a lot Can of I stuff Can I make in front one more me. comment about that? Sure. Uh, you know, I'm on with Matt Moscona on Monday. Yes. Matt Moscona, 104. Uh-huh. After further review. So a couple of Mondays ago, we're talking about Anthony Jennings and that sort of thing. And yeah. Matt asked me, and we were going over this, and Matt asked me about, you know, the quarterback situation. Yeah. You know, going into this season with yeah. SEC media days coming up. I said, Matt, unless Brandon Harris steps up, LSU's not going to win many games. Here's why. Because Anthony Jennings is not a quarterback. No. He's not a quarterback. Guy Buster kid. He's not a quarterback. I said, Mark Rick, and here was Matt point, which mm-hmm. didn't make any sense. He says, Mark, I told him, I said, look, Mark Rick at Georgia didn't even offer Anthony Jennings a, a scholarship. Yeah. Think about that. In the state of Georgia. Yeah. Hey, football in the state of Georgia, the University of Georgia is no bigger than the state of Louisiana and LSU. This is true. It's parallel. It's yeah, the same thing. It is. So he goes, well, uh, Les Miles didn't offer Dak Prescott. I said, Matt, you just made my point. Mark Rick knew that Anthony Jennings wasn't good enough to play at the University of Georgia. Les Miles did not know that Dak Prescott was good enough to be the quarterback at LSU. Oh, You just made my point. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. And who was the Heisman Trophy candidate last year? Dak Prescott. Wow. Was it Anthony Jennings or Dak Prescott? Out of Houghton, Louisiana. He wanted to come here. Yeah. They didn't want him to play quarterback. Not good enough to play quarterback. Let me ask you something in reflection. What do you think Les Miles and the coaching staff is thinking about that decision now? Not to offer that kid a, a commitment and a scholarship to play quarterback at LSU. Imagine if Dak Prescott was the quarterback going into this season. Yeah. With the talent this team has, yeah. they would be a favorite not only to win the SEC to compete for a national title. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. All right, so what else is on your list here? Well, you know what, Clay? I will say this. I, uh, You know, I got a second favorite state now. You have a second favorite state. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'll I know bite. that sounds a little weird, a little strange. I uh, I just have a second favorite and state. And your favorite now. is Louisiana. Yeah, it's got to be. Just I checking. mean, that's an obvious choice. No, no, it's not. Yeah, obvious choice. But uh, yeah, in a very short period of time, Clay, I've come up with my uh, second favorite state. Okay. And let me sum this up for your podcast listeners. Okay. If Team Louisiana ever feels like it needs to shake up its roster, it decides it wants to go younger. It wants to reduce its payroll. If Team Louisiana decides no longer into its future plans because I am not as quick, as fast, as strong as I once was, mm-hmm. 55, getting older, I've decided who I would like to be traded to. And that would be? Clay, I would like to finish my playing career playing for Team Missouri. Team Missouri. Missouri. Would Team not Missouri. have guessed it. Team Missouri. Here's why, Clay, if you got a moment. The 18th most popular state, the state made up of 114 counties, and the home of uh, Budweiser and Aunt your Mama Pancake Flower. That Aunt isn't my, the reason. Aunt, Aunt no, Aunt what? that's not the reason. Aunt your Mama Pancake Flower. Okay. Right, right. So anyway, Clay, last night, or recently, podcast, Yeah. Uh, Missouri executed its, uh, its uh, you know, like uh, 17th loser, or its fifth loser this year. And we still have 169 days in 2015. And Missouri has now executed, uh, executed rather, 17 pieces of wasted DNA since the end of 2013. Okay. So let me give you a little comparison, Clay Young podcast listeners. Yes, sir. Missouri has executed 17 people in the last 20 months. Louisiana has executed only 28 people over the last 39 years. Yeah. The state hasn't executed anyone since January 7th of 2010. 
That is 54 months ago. Uh-huh. Louisiana's nickname should be the death row inmate hoard estate. They just hoard death row inmates. They never fry them. They never lethal inject them. They never hang them. They never feed them to the alligators in the bayous. They just suck up your and my tax dollars. Amen. You know what? Here's why I want the state of Missouri to put me on their roster, Clay. State of Missouri and the people who are born there, they don't play on a big screen and in person. Uh-huh. You know, Linda Blair, she played Reagan in The Exorcist. She didn't play. Where was she born and raised? Missouri. Vincent Price, the most creepy voice. You remember Thriller by yes, Michael Jackson? Yes. You know where I'm going. Yes, that's right. Guess where it was born, Clay? State of Missouri. Uh-huh. And not only that, Clay, Eminem, the rapper, he doesn't play. He was born in the state of Missouri. He doesn't play? No, he doesn't play. Some of his stuff is vulgar. The hell you know about Eminem? I know Eminem now. I know Eminem. Name a song by Eminem. Oh, it's big. But look, let me tell you this. (laughs) No, that guy don't play. He's nasty. So what I'm saying is, is, he's nasty. That man don't play now. So what I'm saying is, Clay, uh, my second state, I want to be uh, I want to be traded by Team Louisiana. Yes. I want to go to Team Missouri because uh-huh. they fried the pieces of DNA mm-hmm. that came out wrong, and for whatever reason, it's not my concern. They fried a no good Senator. Well, my bad. Lethal injected him. Yeah. With super glue last night. However, the hell are they doing it now? Because we can't find the chemicals the way we should anymore. Right. Right. So Missouri, I want to be traded to Team Missouri. Why don't you think? I agree with you that we people shouldn't die on death row. We ought to nuke them. You know. As soon as we know that they're guilty and they've been sentenced to death, like this kid who shot those people in the movie theater. It's been three years since he did that this coming Monday. So then, I mean, he's probably going to do 20 years on death row. Why don't we just nuke him? Three, yeah. You know, a week after he's, you know, sentenced or whatever. Well, yeah, I'm just sick and tired of the liberal judges and letting these people in and out of jail. But, I mean, how many times could we talk about that? Everybody discusses that. Yeah. You know, it's discussed on CNN. It's discussed yeah. on Fox. It goes on and on and on. But at least the state of Missouri. And Missouri's only second to Texas. That's what I was going to ask you only about. Only second to Texas. Texas gets Most them out of there. Most people executed over the last 30 years. I don't want to go to Texas. There's too many damn illegal immigrants over there. There's too many roofers and lawn care people. I don't want to go over oh, to Texas. Oh, now, come on. Now, now. Let, me tell you, let me tell you this. See, that's why I'm glad Univision did not show the Miss, you know, the Miss Louisiana, well, Miss USA panel. Well, perfect segue into what I wanted to ask you about. Okay, last weekend, as we sit here and do this right now, a bunch of lovely ladies crossed the stage in the River Center in downtown Baton Rouge. But most of the nation didn't see it because it was on some network that I've never heard of. Reels. NB- it, it, Reels. Okay, okay, whatever. NBC didn't show it. Univision backed out. All because of comments made by Donald Trump. Now, we will get to Donald Trump in just a moment, because you know I had to ask you that. What about the Miss USA uh, pageant? Because I know you went. So uh, I did you, not go. You didn't go? Are you kidding me? No, I didn't I, go. I, I watched it. You watched it? Well, yeah, I had to, because here's the deal. A guy's got to sacrifice early to get him a little bit late, so I watched it with the wife. Man... Hey, it's the way it goes, man. You got to suck up one for the team okay. every now and then. All right, let's move on right from that point. What would right, you think right. about the pageant? All right, first off, I'm glad Univision didn't show it. I'm glad they made that decision because, Clay, I'm thinking this. If you got some son of a buggers in the middle of the night trying to cross the Rio Grande, but they stopped at a bar before they did, got a couple of shots of tequila, under there, under there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was on TV. They're going, hell, no. instead of going west, no, we're going to no, go to no, Baton no, Rouge. No. We, love, we love the kid. We love the skyline. We love Third Street. So if it's not on Univision and they think and they don't even know how pretty the city of Baton Rouge is, uh-huh. they don't come here. So I like that. Now, here's my problem with the uh, uh, Miss, uh, Miss uh, USA pageant. Okay. Here's my problem. I, not so much of a problem with why and all the confusion and all the distractions. And now the city of Baton Rouge is bitching about how much they're going to have to give back and all of this stuff or receive, whatever the angle is. Here's my thing about it. Candace Benet should not have represented the state of Louisiana in this in this pageant. Why is that? I think it's a travesty. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's asinine. I think it's unfair to every young lady who competed in the Miss Louisiana pageant okay. where she was wearing a crown. Okay. You want to know why? Yeah, please. Well, you're not going to get this anywhere else. You know, Channel 9's not going to report this. Channel 2's not going to report this. My buddies on 107.3, the same you stop company. stop patting yourself on no, the back not and re- to no, the point you know of what I'm, I'm sick and tired of lazy people <laughs> right? in this freaking business <laughs> that, right? that don't do anything. I'm going <laughs> to give you a perfect right. example, okay. and I won't lose track. Why don't you quit no, throwing people no, under the bus bullshit. here? <laughs> Let me tell you this. I watch Fox and Friends on a Sunday, <laughs> right, right? On a Sunday morning, because I'm getting up. They doing crap I did on Thursday on Eagle 98.1. 
I right. listen to our own guys. They doing stuff I did a week ago. I'm going, does anybody have any work ethic in this market right. anymore? Does anybody get up and do crap? When I'm watching Fox and Friends, I get up at like five, right? So that's when it comes sure, on. Sure. And they do the Star Spangled Banner, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You got the people of mm-hmm. uh, different ethnicities. I love it. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. It touches me. I don't miss that on a Saturday or a Sunday morning at yeah. five o'clock. Sure. It makes my heart wild. Okay. You follow me? Yeah. And it's I'm your heart what? Hot wine, tears. Wind? Yeah, oh, okay. out of emotion. <laughs> so listen to this. So I'm watching this and I'm going, like every 30 minutes they're doing the same stories. Sure. Every 30 minutes they're doing the same stories. I'm going, are you kidding me? I do seven news stories every day. I can do three every that's, hour. That's because they have a new audience a every new audience, 30 but minutes. But you can mix it up, Clay. A lot of people like me on a Saturday morning, sure. they're chilling. It's background video, background music. They play with their grandkids. They're yeah. cooking breakfast. Uh-huh. They're getting organized throughout the day. It's not morning drive radio. Okay. I get morning drive radio. It's a Saturday or Sunday morning. You know I'm right. Let me tell you something. If anybody wants their TV numbers to spike or their music numbers to spike uh-huh. on any radio station, sure. bring me in. Oh, there'll be a spike. Oh, there'll be a okay. spike. Hey, look, I don't even have to be on the air. Yeah. I just hear people quite traveling in state, dealing with people of different skin color, hey. different incomes, hey. different beliefs. I hear what people say. Too often in this media business, okay, yeah. you got people in their own little cocoon. They bring in some little artsy a consultant from somewhere else. Uh, they don't, don't know. They don't know. No, that's true. But you know, when I was doing this every day, I did my homework. Oh, there's no question. I mean, you and I talk about that <laughs> yeah, every day. Okay. Well, right. so just, anyway, just make certain not to put me in a category with anybody else. No, 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 no. Don't put me in a category no. with. Okay. Let me tell you something. There was no way I would be a part of your podcast. Yeah. Maybe the third or fourth time I lose count. Sure. I left my abacus in the truck. Sure. There is no way I'd be a part of your podcast if I thought, well, he's lazy. He's going to rely on me. Oh, he no. doesn't put off the same effort and time oh, I sure. do. Well, yeah. I wouldn't be here. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. I don't even know how you ended up complimenting yourself in that effort to compliment Because too many me, people don't because they're insecure. That's unbelievable. Right. Look, look. Where were you going? All right. Miss USA. Miss Louisiana in a pageant. This is absolutely asinine. And I feel bad for all the young ladies in that pageant to become Miss Louisiana. Here's why. Okay. Candace Bennett, right? Yeah. Born in Houston. No problem. Uh-huh. People move. Yeah. She went to high school at Kingwood High School, which is northeast of Houston. Yes. Okay. No issue, right? Uh-huh. Then her family moved to New Mexico. She was Miss New Mexico in 2012. Think about um. that. Miss New Mexico in 2012. She wasn't born here. Okay, fine. I understand we're in a melting pot. Sure. I get that. She wasn't born here. She didn't go to high school here. Mm-hmm. She went to Sam Houston State. That's why she went to college. Right. Moved to Mexico, became new Miss New Mexico. Yes. And then just because she's in Loyola Law School, she has a right. She supersedes all those young ladies who were born here, all their parents who raised their children in this state, who have supported our economy from Shreveport down to Grand Isle, from Lake Charles up to Monroe. That's not right. Listen she has to you. nothing to do with this state. I guarantee if you ask Candace Bonet from New Orleans, supposedly, even though she's not because she's going to Loyola Law School, you ask her 10 most important questions about this state, what it stands for, the history, its economy, its religion, anything, I guarantee you she will get maybe a 30 on that test. Probably and she beats right. out all of these girls who were raised here, born here, go to ULL, go to Southern, go to Grambling, go to LSU, mm-hmm. go to McNeese. Mm-hmm. She's a legacy. So this broad could be Miss New Mexico and then two years or three years down the road become Miss Louisiana? That is totally absurd. I agree That's with incredible. You. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. Okay. I agree. You got one right. So uh, <laughs> so, so let's talk about <laughs> got uh, one right. Thanks, the, the, let's talk about Donald Trump. Love the guy. So Donald Trump, I was in Shreveport, right? And I, up there for business and I had a minute and I'm flipping channels. I go back to the hotel before having to drive over to Monroe and they show an interview. I see his face and he's on MSNBC. So I happened to stop. I don't really watch MSNBC, but I stopped. He's doing this interview and it was the most fascinating thing because this guy, he says exactly what he thinks. Now you may not like it, but I'm sitting there watching this guy who's running for president. Absolutely have no filter. And I'm thinking to myself, you may not agree with him on everything, You may not like his politics. You may not even like him. But the fact that he's got the balls to just say it is refreshing. Well, you know what? People may not vote for him. People may not like him. And people may not apologize to him. 
the Rubios and everybody jumping on a bandwagon to get the illegals votes, that sort of thing. And of course, you know, our president's going to be the first president to visit a federal prison. That should pay off for him and Hillary once those guys get out of jail and they get a shot of voting. Uh, But what I will say is that if you don't like Donald Trump, you need to look in the mirror, okay? Because the bottom line is this guy is saying everything that is true. Steinle murdered by a guy deported five times, brought back in, okay? And then we have, you know, El Chapo threatening Donald Trump. Now the guy who escaped from the Mexican federal prison. Really? Well, everything Donald Trump says is real. Everything he says is so true, and people get offended by it. All I will say is, me and my wife got into a little disagreement a couple of days ago. And you Clay, you yes, know. Yes, now, but over something bigger than just her and I together. Okay. Because I've never had a political yard sign in my yard. Yeah. Never. Yeah, I've never done that never, either. Never, 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 never. Yeah. I have never had one. I have never had a bumper sticker on my truck, which I'll never do. But I will say Too hard this, to get them because off. my neighborhood is my neighborhood, right? Yes. So I'm more comfortable, based on where I live, one way in, one way out, I'm more comfortable having a yard sign than me driving around and being in bumper to bumper traffic with a bunch of illegal Mexicans and some lawn okay. cab there behind right, me. Man. You, and know, you said that already. We keep doing that. Oh, my bad. A bunch of roofers, whatever. So my point is I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to have a Donald Trump. And I'm wondering about the Homeowners Association. I'm not kidding you because yeah. it's an exclusive neighborhood. They don't play. You follow me? You yeah. can't put your trash can out on a Monday if you the see, trash pickup is there, not right? to a Tuesday. It's an exclusive neighborhood. That's well, what it is. I work my ass off. I've never been on government assistance. Now, look, two jobs all my life. Kids went to private and parochial schools. I understand, And brother. you know what? If you can't understand why I'm telling you, then maybe you need to look in the mirror and work a little freaking harder yeah, and right. not hold the rest of the world accountable for your plight in life. Hey, so anyway, hey, hey. look, amen, brother yeah, Knuckle. Give yeah, me a knuckle. Yeah. All right, look. So if I can get a Donald Trump yard sign, yeah. I'm going to get it. I love the guy. It's about sure. 480 days away, November 8th of 2016. I have never been this excited to go vote for somebody because this guy could at least be a refreshing voice and not worry about both everybody's agenda, appeasing everybody, saying no. this today and something else tomorrow. He is who he is. And I love a man who's always honest and he doesn't have any false agenda behind closed doors. Now, I love the man. So, so first of all, what you just said, I agree with. I think the way politics go, you know, go on pretty much at any presidential cycle is the main candidates run to the extremes to make the money and they run back to the middle to win the election. But I think there are people who are saying, wow, this guy, his honesty is refreshing. He was right about violence along the border. When he, when he clarifies what he says and he says, I have no problem with the Mexican people. It's the Mex- Mex- Mexican government who does push people across the border. I have a problem with our border. But my issue is this. I do say that people who come here legally come here because they know if they cross the border and they get here, they'll get a job. And we don't really talk about that. They'll get jobs. You but know what I know. You know what? We so got until, more you, more until you address that, you're never going to fix it because they come here and people hire them. And then we have more and more cities, more so in the north and northeast, that are allowing Im- illegal immigrants to vote in local elections. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. What are we doing? It's ridiculous. The core of this country and everybody who has ever stormed the beach and went into a jungle yeah. and defended our democracy and our constitution to live in the greatest country in the world, I feel for those people. I agree. Every Veterans Day, every Memorial Day, I agree. it brings tears to my eyes. You know what it does? It's like that Keeping America Beautiful commercial. What, a crying Indian? Sure. That's me. When I see this stuff continue to You're go on, what sends me, what sends me, no, I'm a crying big mouth yad from the channel. That's that's what, more what, what really burns me, Clay, is it's just it, it's hard for me to deal with it. Each no, and every listen. day, you get bombarded with how this country is being surgically removed no, from listen. its core. Listen, I I agree, but like I said, there are other truths that go along with illegal immigrants coming here because nobody has a problem with people. I have somebody who works for me who is an immigrant, who went through the process, right? I think coming here legally shows respect for the country. But people who sneak in, they can get jobs. And until, like I, I keep saying it, until we address that, they're not coming here for the weather. Well, it's like anything in life, man. You pay the price. You follow the rules. Yeah. Hey, I know back in the 1850s, my people came from Ireland. Okay? Uh-huh. I understand your folks, whoever. Yeah. We all came from somewhere. Sure. I get that. But yeah. you know what? They did it the right way. They sacrificed. They huddled up everything they had in one little bag and got on a ship and not knowing where they're going to wind up in life. Yeah. But you know what? They did it the right way. And once they came here, they understood our Constitution. They understood Constitution. how they got a Constitution. My bad. They understood how to. you got to learn the English language. you got to learn the American <laughs> culture. you got to learn. you got to learn. you got to learn. 
That's all I'm saying. They pay the price. Any person that's willing to pay the price yeah. and understanding how much they got to sacrifice to become a U.S. citizen, I have no problem at all. So I look, I don't disagree with any of that. We joke all the time, but we agree. I, I think people who want to come to America are smart because why wouldn't you want to be in the greatest country? I just think people ought not come here illegally. And instead of bending over backwards to make it okay for appeasement purposes we ought to say look follow the freaking rules like everybody else but let's move on you're going to vote for trump i'm not sure trump will still be a candidate by the time the election goes around uh, gets around bobby jindal running for president uh no shot i mean i mean god bless bobby jindal but no shot i mean i saw the latest gop numbers and even trump has passed jeb bush yeah so i mean bobby jindal i mean god bless the guy and he's giving it an effort but uh whatever you know two things uh well one thing bobby jindal is going to have in common you really wasn't much of a governor, and he'll never have a shot of being president. Agreed. Let's move on. You know, one thing, if Bobby Jindal became president, we need just to let him know if there was a shock and the biggest upset since Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson, or Chaminade beating Ralph Sampson in Virginia, you know, the biggest upsets of all time. If Bobby Jindal somehow, someway surges up and becomes the uh, Republican Party's nominee, we just got to let him know to be president, you can't be spending all your time in foreign countries. Miss Piggy has a better shot of being the new head of the Nation of Islam than Bobby Jindal does of becoming president of the United States. I got a better shot of becoming the head of the LBGT community. That's fair, too. So, uh, Bill Cosby, what do you think about him, this whole thing? I got to say, this is disappointing. I mean, really disappointing. I tried to hold out hope, but when you hear about him admitting to having done it one time, it's like, Clay, I mean, how, why is it, I mean, if this guy was just like, a, you know, a little actor and nobody could sure. ever remember, yeah. this guy would be stoned. This guy, I mean, everybody would be convicting him. And now Whoopi Goldberg is, she's backing off a little bit. She, she went on a view. Yeah. I mean, how many young women have to come out? And then there was stuff going back to where he admitted. That's that's the thing. And he admitted like, in a deposition. I mean, I understand, yeah. you know. I mean, Dr. Huxtable. I mean, Fat Albert. <laughs> but you I, get to the point where you got to let it go, man. Listen. How much evidence do you need? One of the actors on the, on the Cosby show, Joseph C. Phillips, who played his son-in-law, said he wrote a blog saying, of course, Bill Cosby did it. And in the blog, he talks about seeing a young lady that he would see at the set that he knew was a mentee of Dr. Cosby. And he asked her a question about it and she breaks down into tears and then describes what happened. And it's like, man, can you ever think, and maybe you're going to throw one at me that's worse than this, but can you ever think of a, of a fall from grace that has Not been that this level. steep. No, I mean, because, I mean, people my age, we grew up with him. We grew yeah. up with TV shows sure. back then. And sure. He was that father we always wanted to be. You know, he was like Ward Cleaver. Yeah. You know, a few years removed. Yeah. That's what he was. Ghost but he was dad, like John Walton. I spy. No, it was that perfect dad. Albert, no, it was yeah. that perfect dad. And to bring the perfect dad down uh, in this light... And, you know, with daughters and the show yeah, and everything. Man. And, I, Clay, it, it's sad. It's it tragic. Sad. But you know what this does? Here's what this does. It reminds all of us that, you know, all of these people who play characters on we different don't really TV know shows, them. we don't know them. Yeah. You know, I'll bring you back to a local level. I mean, Scott Rogers. Seemed Holy like the nicest cow. guy in the world. Now, a little feminine for me, but hell, I'm a little arrogant for other people. So I'm not here to judge Scott. I mean, right. he once seemed like the nicest guy in the world. Would I ever think that him and I are going to make a road trip and watch LSU take on Alabama at Brian Denny Stadium? Though. I'd no. love that. Would I ever invite Scott Rogers over to my house to play poker with my buddies and uh, we drinking beers and ordering a pizza? Would love to have seen Yeah, but that. I mean, I understood me and Scott never had anything in common. Yeah. But I would never have imagined no. that he would put himself in that situation no. and be involved in everything he was involved in. No. And I will say this on that, all right? Not to get off the beat path, but I will say his daughter should be uh, should be charged with something. And look, God bless him and a memory of him and his fans still to this day for whatever reason. Why do you say that? Well, because his daughter is the one who married her dad's lover yeah. just to get him into the country. But here's the thing. I mean, something's got to be but, done but, but here's for this he, young girl. He, she just walks he, away, he, he, gets no, an no, inheritance, no, no, and no, his no. life insurance. But, but it's here, just bullshit. He, here's what I will say about that. Not knowing, okay? Because I, I thought... She lived in the no, same no, no. house, Clay. I, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying not knowing what was going on Who's to say she wasn't being abused either? Clay, she was too, she, she was what, I'm, 24, 25, 26? I, I, I mean, I mean listen, man, you can't explain the insanity of people who abuse children. And who's to say? I, I'm not saying that it happened, but this guy was a monster, man. 
I mean, he was a monster. The stuff that he had done with little kids that he had been. But quite, here's, here's my yeah. thing about it, and we'll move on, but here's my thing about it. Any skeleton that I have in my closet, everybody knows, which I don't have any, but everybody would know. I can't imagine that everybody in the business community, everybody, you know, he did all these endorsements yeah. and this and that. You can't tell me that nobody was suspicious. Nobody would know. Because if I'm around somebody for that long of a period of time, I know something ain't right. Rich, we Some, just, it's just fin- crazy. wait a minute, but we just finished talking about Bill Cosby. And how there are people who have known the man yeah, but that 50 was, yeah, years. Yeah, that wasn't real life. That was TV. No, no, You're no. I'm talking about world. people in the acting community who came out to back him because when they were around him in a professional capacity, they never saw any any sign of this kind of thing. And I'm saying, I don't know what went on in that house. That's just so weird. So I'm not throwing judgments around except one. And that is to say that what what this guy was doing to kids. Because, you know what's crazy? Who knows how many kids? You know what's crazy? He was a monster. What I, what I can't comprehend is that DNA is who I am. On this mic, who I am on the air at Eagle 98.1, who I am at the gym, who I am in public in line and sure. opening up the door and helping a lady bring the groceries. I mean, yeah. that's who I am. Sure. So I don't understand how people can have so many different personalities. I don't get that. And maybe it's a sickness. Obviously, it is, it is a sickness. In this case. I get that. But it's kind of like when I'm around somebody, I think I can tell if he's, yeah, something ain't right well, you know, after a while. I, we, we, we could talk more about that because you and I worked in a building where the man worked. And there's a lot of discussions that we could have, but you just couldn't imagine that this was going on. You know what I mean? You don't you don't know that this is happening, but it was cult like seeing them in studio and the whole thing. Because, again, for a couple of years, he worked at IBR on the weekends and and I'd see him over there. You know, I remember getting up early on a Sunday morning or Saturday morning, whenever the show aired, and and just watch it. It wasn't my taste. Sure. But it was on Channel 2 locally or whatever. I mean, I'd watch it. After the radio show stopped. You know, whatever. I mean, they did their little events coming up and a little sissy music playing in the background. But I mean, I mean, I listened to it. I watch it a little bit. All right. So uh, I got a couple of minutes here. So final thoughts on, um, see, we've talked about Trump. We've talked about Cosby. We've talked about Rambo, Miss USA, the FSU quarterback See situation. Denise Marcel, we got to See Denise Marcel. I'm still working. 708 Let's reduce still, those crime numbers. Still working on getting the two of y'all in one room together. Although I'm just, you know, I'm debating on if that's even, no, it would be great. Might not, but you. I don't think she'll do it. Oh, I think she would. Trust me. She's not afraid. Okay, well. Not afraid. You got a lot of pull. Make it happen. I. That'll be the best podcast you ever had. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, besides the other three I've been on. (laughs) Richard Condon, folks, he is a a great friend. The man says what he thinks. And uh, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with him. I'll just maybe I'll just keep him around as a friend. Maybe that man. The only only two elections I'm looking forward to the most quay in my lifetime. Yeah. It's not to vote for Vitter in a gubernatorial race and to vote for David Trump. November 8, 2016. Uh, yeah, Donald Trump. If anybody can uh, can give me a yard sign, I'd appreciate it. I'd like a good yard sign. Why don't, you, right there. why don't you tweet that when you get it? What's that? Why don't you tweet that when you get it? Tweet? I don't freaking tweet. <laughs> I just learned how to text. <laughs> Richard Condon, folks. Always fun to talk with Rich. Don't forget, you can hit that subscribe button and catch our show every week when it drops. You can share the word on Twitter and on Facebook or whatever social media platform you use. Or just tell your friends that we do a weekly show here at Podcast. 225.com and of course on iTunes if you don't have an iPhone you can go to the podcast 225 website and get it there as well always a pleasure again thank all of you folks who listen to us every week our numbers are improving by the week and hey man we're still less than 25 shows in loving it having fun and I hope you are too thanks for listening to the Clay Young Show see you next week Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.